Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690 on a Friday. We roll along for 19 more minutes or so. And then Jumbo Shrimp Baseball comes up right here on ESPN 690. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz with you as well. We got the final round of the NBA play-in tonight. One of those games on ESPN, one of those games on TNT. We'll tell you which one is which, and we'll give you some ideas for that. Brian Middleton picked the Clippers last night. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know he ain't sticking with the Clippers now that Paul George will not play. So we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, a couple of other things to catch you up on. Uh, if you missed it, we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the show, but Stefan Gilmore is headed to the Colts, uh, which is interesting. They, at one point in time this offseason, Rocky Sin was their starting corner. Um, it is now Stefan Gilmore. Rocky Sin is not on the team, and instead Yannick Ngakwe is on the team. So the Colts definitely got better on defense to a defense that was already pretty good, so that's kind of the NFL news of the day around the rest of sports it feels like every day there's been multiple day games in baseball, which is weird because it throws off my fantasy baseball lineups and stuff because I always forget about them. But nonetheless, the Mets beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 10-3, to and the Minnesota Twins beat the Boston Red Sox 8-4. to But I can happily report in Alex Verdugo did hit a home run for those uh, that may have him on your fantasy team like I do. Can't really report about any of the other players, but Alex Verdugo did indeed hit a home run. So that's kind of what's going on. Uh, all around sports throughout the day. If you're just jumping in your car on your way home on a Friday, we appreciate you being here. Uh, Brian Milton, we'll talk about the NBA play in here, but let's start with this, though, with the NBA. Luka Doncic apparently will miss game one of the series with the Jazz. Can the Mavericks win without Luka Doncic? Technically, yeah. Can they win this series? Probably not. Can they win this series if they go down? Let's say he misses his first game. Uh, with the injury, it lingers into the second game because they're trying to be careful with him, even though it's the playoffs. They go down 0-2. I think they still have a chance. If he, go, if he misses any more than two games in this series, whatever two games they may be, I think that that spells disaster for the Mavericks. I don't really know what their second option truly is. Uh, we talk yeah. about LeBron more times than not being the offense and being the facilitator and how the offense is built around him. Same, same deal with Luka. And so it's going to be interesting to see how they really get into playoff mode uh, when things start to slow down, especially with, like, playoff-type uh, basketball and you're facing the same team over and over again, um, them knowing your tendencies, and you really have to have uh, that one guy who can do what he wants to do, even when everybody knows what he's going to do, what your offense is going to do, someone who can facilitate not only his own shot but other people's uh, shot and get the offense going. So, yeah, that is, uh, that's pretty disastrous for the Mavericks, um, but that's only if this goes more than one game or goes in multiple games in this series with the Jazz. Yeah, absolutely. And to put that into perspective, what you just said, Luka Doncic leads the Mavericks in points, rebounds, assists, and steals. So... This dude is their whole team. What I think is fascinating about the Mavericks is their second uh, best points per game scorer is Kristaps Porzingis, who is no longer on the team. He played 34 games, averaged 19.2 points, and is still the second best scorer on the team, even though he has not been on the team for a couple months. So they'll have to look at guys like Jalen Brunson, apparently, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., apparently, um, and a bunch of other dudes you've heard of but not really any substantial contributions 
in their careers to this point. So the Mavericks will be out without Luka game one. Uh, the Jazz. Talk to me about the Jazz a little bit um, because the Jazz feel like a team that, you know, I, I don't want to say they're disrespected, but, you know, Donovan Mitchell's really good and Rudy Gobert's really good. So is this is the Jazz a team that people are sleeping on in terms of making a deep run in the playoffs? I feel like they're always just like an underappreciated team for what they have. Yeah, I don't think that they're underappreciated. I think at this point, you know, I, I use this example kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I use it with all of these really good teams that don't quite get over the hump or they pump fake you. They feel a lot like the Green Bay Packers minus an actual championship sure. in the past year. Uh, I'm sorry, in the past uh, decade or so. So uh, let me read off uh, their uh, their playoff history the past, like, three or four years. Now, last season, 52-20 and 20 lost in the Western Conference semis. Uh, that won one round. Uh, 2020, they lost in the Western Conference the first round, uh, 44 and 28 record. Uh, 15, 32, and 2019, lost in the Western Conference first round. Uh, 2018, 48 and 34, lost in the Western Conference semis. Um, and then 2017, 51 and 31, lost in the Western Conference semis. So they're a good team, they're a good regular season team, and that always equals maybe one round of winning. Yeah. And then they'll be out. And so I think that the criticism and the critique of the Jazz at this point is okay you're built for the regular season and we know that you know you just run into good teams but the past five years not one time you could break through to at least the the Western Conference finals you couldn't even break through and get to the actual NBA finals and I get it Golden State was out there yeah. and they had a Kevin Durant on there for uh for a few of those years yeah, a few yeah. of those years so I get it and I don't blame you for losing Except for the fact that, listen, you're getting paid too. And you're right, Spider Mitchell, he's, I mean, he's, he's really good. Rudy Gobert, a couple of uh, defensive uh, player of the, or all first uh, defensive teams and defensive player of the year. Like he's, you have your pieces. And so now you got to figure out, do we need to like blow this up? And, and it's, it's tough to say when you start reading those records with 50 plus wins, making it to the playoffs, you know that you have a good team, but if you can't get over that hump, what are we really doing? So uh, that criticism, criticism to your original question, I think it's warranted, and I don't think they're being overlooked. And if you are going to go down 0-2 if Luka loses, like, I mean, if Luka's out for two games, yeah. the first two games, this is the team that you want to do it with. You want to do it with the Utah Jazz, who has a propensity of being up and then being out of the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's funny you say that because I agree with you. And then, but you look at like the players uh, for the Jazz besides the two you mentioned, which are the big ones. But Bogdanovich, that's you know somebody you've probably heard of. Jordan Clarkson, Mike Conley, Hassan Whiteside. These are all dudes that you know you probably have heard of at some point in time. And you look at what I rattled off for the Mavericks, and I think I would if you're looking at a Luca list and a Porzingis list because he was traded, obviously, like. If I got to, you know, put my money down on, like, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Finney Smith and the boys, I think I'd rather go with the Clarkson, Gobert, Conley, Whiteside, yeah. those guys. So yeah. Clarkson's a really good piece. I mean, a couple of those guys. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting turn of events. All right, let's turn our attention to tonight. We got the Hawks and we got Cleveland. You know how I feel about Cleveland. I'm going to give you an opportunity again to be on the right side of history. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks, the Cleveland Cavaliers, 730 tonight on ESPN TV. Who do you have? Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, I think that uh, if I read it correctly, Jared Allen's going to be back. Is that is that fact? 
Because remember last I believe, time I had no idea what was happening. Yeah, I believe that. I saw a report. I'm trying to pick it up right now. Yeah, on so, my he, so he, he'll be back. He will go through warm-ups and is um, anticipating playing unless yeah, there's a setback. that's what I saw. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, listen, that changes the entire game if he is back, even if he isn't 100%. Uh, with his, you know, his injury, if that changes. That would have changes. That would have changed probably how strongly I swayed to one side or the other in the Cavs' first playing game with Brooklyn, right? Right. So, because uh, he's such a, a big piece, especially down low. Yeah. So, and now you can match it with Capella, right? You and you have the ability to, um, I think, really wear out uh, a fairly small Hawks team. Um, and, and listen, I like Trey Young. I like his brashness. I like the fact that he seems to not have a conscience. I like the fact that he seems to be the second coming of Reggie Miller when it comes to New York. I like all these things about Trey Young. Um, but Cleveland, to a man, to a player, especially if Jared Allen is back even in limited form, is a better team than Atlanta. Yeah. Okay? Agreed. Um, and so with seeing that, if he plays, I'm going to go with Cleveland. If he does not play... I think it's. I think you got enough of Trey Young, uh, nutmegging people, and uh, just doing what he does to get into that eight seed. Let me set the scene for you for the second game of the night. All right, I want you to. I want you to. If you're in your car, whatever you do, don't close your eyes, okay? Because you need to focus on the road. Except the blink. It, well, yeah, but mostly just pay attention to the road, please. But if you're listening on the stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, uh, any of the other ways you stream, ESPN690.com. Uh, Odyssey, any anywhere you're streaming, right? I want you to close your eyes if you're not <laughs> operating a motor vehicle because I want you to imagine this. The New Orleans Pelicans that had the number one pick in the draft drafted Zion Williamson. They made moves to acquire guys like Brandon Ingram. Okay. The best look New Orleans, New Orleans Pelicans we've seen in years will travel to L.A. not to play the Lakers. Not to play the Lake Show. Not AD. Not LeBron. This is not a shot at them. You'll see where I'm going in just a second. They will play the Paul George. LeBron had a great year as a player. Yes, they. Yeah, he did. They will play the Paul Georgeless, Kawhi Leonardless, <laughs> Wow. L.A. Clippers Tongue in twisted. the mega of the United States. That's not New York. It's L.A. The big city. The famous people. The bright lights. Crypto.com Center. Crypto.com Center. Brent Martineau still cannot get in. And Marcel Robinson, don't leave him short. And Ty Martineau, happy birthday, Ty and Kaylee. But. Oh, happy birthday. Now listen to this. Today? Yes. Oh. All of that to be said. Right now. On the website, Brent used to buy the tickets that he couldn't get in the first time. So granted, you might not be able to get in. I can get us two tickets, Brian Middleton's, for $16 a piece. $16. For the playing game? For the playing game right now, $16. Right now? Yes, sir. Two tickets, row six, uh, upper level, three twenty-five. dollars $16. Wow. That's how much nobody cares in L.A. about the Clippers <laughs> and the Pelicans. Uh, but feel free to watch it if you want. It's on at 10 p.m. Uh, but you can go for $16. We know people listen to ESPN 690 all over. So if you've got – here's the thing. Don't let ESPN.com trick you because it says tickets as low as 21. Nah, you click on it, these people drop their prices. I got 18, I got 16, I got 17. All in the upper level, though, for sure. You can get as many as two. Right here, one to five tickets, $18. It says great deal. So, listen, will you be able to actually get in the stadium? Unconfirmed, ask Brent Martin. No, he's still not in. But, nonetheless, that's the kind of game we got. Are you going to be on the right side of history or not? 
You going to pick the Pelicans or what? Well, yeah. I mean, Paul George is not playing. Okay, I'm just checking. They ain't enough Allen Iverson stepping over Tyron Lue to make me go with the Clippers. I, who they got? Who they got? Oh. I mean, I know who they have, but I'm saying, who they really got to go against? I'm, listen. Man, we're going to come in here talking about Here's the, the Terrence Mann game. Here's the deal. Potentially, right? And, you know, we've been wrong before. I've been wrong before, and I'll be wrong again. Yeah, amen. Uh, make that a button. Why don't it's you? It's rare, though. Okay? I've been wrong before. It was back in 2014. I'll be wrong again. You know, it'll probably be 2034. Yeah. Okay. That's what I mean. But, hey, man, uh, you know, Pelicans, yeah, you caught a break. That's a part of playing any sport professionally, uh, being available, and injuries happen. That is a part of the game. So, you know, take advantage of it. Yeah. Pelicans, let's go. All right. I I, I respect that decision. We'll have to see how it plays out. But definitely go ahead and get those tickets if you're in L.A. for, like, no money. I'm just kidding. Give me the Clippers. Give me the Clippers. You thought I had sense. You thought that I was going to be sensible about this. No, sir. Cutting you off. I know the music's playing. Give me Tyron Lue, the ghost of Allen Iverson. I think he's still alive, but the ghost of yes. Allen Iverson. Paul George on the bench. Kawhi in street clothes. And the other three people from the YMCA, they got put together with Reggie Jackson. Clippers, the AC. See yeah. me on Monday. You know what's crazy is they're only plus 100 without in the odds. Plus one in the on the spread, plus a hundred on the odds. So that's interesting to me. But uh, don't listen to that because that was just a piss poor take. There have been a few of them today. Uh, but anyway, we got to hit this first break. We'll do it on the other side. Uh, Brian Middleton's going to get you set for the FA Cup semifinals tomorrow over in England. So stay tuned for that. We'll be right back. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN six ninety. minutes to go on a Friday action sports checks overtime ESPN 690 Michael Bolton conversation dominating the break because Brian Middleton has no idea what's going on on the stream but we cleared that up for him as we bring you what we, we teased for you uh, an FA, FA Cup semifinal breakdown uh, from Brian Middleton tomorrow 10 30 a.m. you got Manchester City you got Liverpool Brian Middleton who you got listen who wouldn't pick Liverpool in this matchup tell me <laughs> what's going on tell me why you wouldn't pick Liverpool in this matchup um, you know, it's a good call. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool, the, these two teams just played last week, which is kind of weird. Uh, they drew last week 2-2, and they will play again um, next week, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, yeah, you know, Liverpool, a quality team, quality players. Um, I don't have the odds in front of me. I feel like Manchester City would be the favorite, but uh, nonetheless, Liverpool, a good squad. Uh, what, what really thinks you, what do you think gives them the advantage in this uh, matchup? You know, uh, their ability to move, uh, the spacing that they have, the way that they attack at the angles. Um, I like the way that they play as one unit and all those other cliche phrases that I can put together about or soccer. About soccer, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's a good little uh, teaser for that one. And then obviously the second semifinal is Chelsea Crystal Palace. So uh, we'll just let you know that Chelsea will win that one on Sunday morning. Um, What's the other team that you were talking about last week? Oh, boy, the one that... You were like, oh, well, it started with a B, I think. Maybe not. They like they were terrible, but they beat one team. And then Real Madrid was a part of it. Oh, nice. Brentford. Brentford, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was bad about that. Um, but anyway, we prepared Scott Kornberg for something else. So now we'll see. We'll test his soccer knowledge in English soccer, Scott. This is probably a bad spot to put you in, but uh, let me know, Man City or Liverpool. Give me something here, Scott Kornberg. I'm gonna go with. Ooh, I know a little bit about soccer, but not that much. Sorry, everybody. Um, one of my closest friends in Jacksonville, Tom Buckner, the assistant men's soccer coach at uh, JU, 
and his wife, Courtney, they're my closest friends going back to my days in Illinois. Okay. Um, they're Liverpool people, so I'm going to go Liverpool. Okay, that's two. That's two on Liverpool. We got Brian Middleton and Scott Kornberg on Liverpool. Interesting. <laughs> All right. I'm glad they were on the same page of that because we were talking during the break and we're not on the same page for Clippers Pelicans tonight. Yeah, I, listen, I don't know what's wrong with him. Like, he knows Paul George ain't playing and he's not changing his mind. Uh, you're on the Pelicans, correct? Well, yeah, and even because in the regular season, I think the Pelicans won the the season series. And, yeah, I know that Paul George didn't play in all those games, but I think one of the games that he did play, they won by, like, 30-something points, something like that, if I'm, unless I'm misremembering. It could very well be. But, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm taking the Pelicans. They're, I don't think they're a good matchup for the Clippers. Yeah, smart man. Uh, what do you got to say for yourself, Brian Middleton? Anything? <laughs> I like Scott, you know, and like I said before, we all get stuff wrong. Um, so we'll just have to see. I, I don't want to say that Scott's going to be wrong, but I just don't think he's going to be right. <laughs> well, neither of us think you're going to be right. So anyway. Well, I can't wait till Monday. Yeah, I can't wait. Or Tuesday right. is the next time that we all talk. So. <laughs> we, We're we off gonna... on Monday, thank goodness. So if I get it wrong, maybe you guys will forget for Tuesday. Th- that is true. Uh, one, when Manchester City wins and the Clippers or uh, the Pelicans win, Brian Milton, <laughs> you're going to be in trouble. Um, all right, Scott, I, I was seeing something you tweeted a little bit about. You're going to have an interview with this guy. Uh, in the pregame show today, but what happened with the scenario of there was a, a baseball that was given to a kid that didn't make it, there was crying? I, I need to hear more about this. Yeah, um, so we're in Durham. The the stands here, you know, there's very good uh, closeness between the fans and the players. And so I, I guess a couple nights ago, Eric Gonzalez, who's, a, who's playing shortstop tonight, uh, he's a middle infielder for Jacksonville, he had wanted to give uh, a baseball to a little girl. And I guess somebody took the ball away from her, intercepted it, something like that, and she was just despondent. And so he said, he went up to her and he told her, like, next ball again, I'm giving it to you. And he got another one, gives it to the girl, and she starts crying again, this time like tears of joy. And it turns out she's six years old, she's from England, and Jumbo Shrimp versus Bulls was her first ever baseball game and that little baseball that tiny little thing that little possession from that small moment meant so much to her because when they had a flight the next day as her grandfather wrote us in an email she refused to put the ball in her luggage it meant that much to her and um like literally would not have it leave her hands for the entire flight back i mean that's just I don't know, hit me in the feels a little bit, and I talked to Eric. He'll mention this in part two of our interview, which will be sometime this weekend. But, uh, you know, he said he learned that from Albert Pujols and just the, the ability to make someone who's young feel that way about the game and the sport. I mean, he's just an incredible guy. He's just magnetic personality. And something little like that, that girl's never going to forget for the rest of her life. Uh, yeah, that is that is an awesome story. So, yeah, you can hear from Eric a little bit uh, throughout the weekend, including today. Scott caught up with him, so we'll play that here in just a bit. But that is a great story, and I can only assume they're catching a flight to catch the uh, Manchester-Liverpool game back in no England. To bring this, think, right? Yeah, to bring this thing full circle. So, Scott, appreciate it as always. You'll be on the call tonight. We'll be listening. For us on OT, we're done. We'll talk to you next week, Scott.